Hey guys, Dr. Childs here. Today we're going to be talking about a relatively new thyroid medication called Adthyza. Now, in the thyroid community, you know it's actually pretty uncommon for new thyroid medications to be released, which means this is a pretty big deal. So it's worth talking about and it's worth exploring. So let's talk about what Adthyza is. We're going to be talking about how it compares to other thyroid medications, and I'll also be talking about some things I like about this medication and some things I don't. So as always, this is not paid uh, in any way, shape, or form. I'm not reimbursed by the pharmaceutical industry, and you will soon see that um, I have my own opinion, which is not necessarily favorable. So without that out of the way, let's talk about Adthyza. So what is it? So first of all, Adthyza is considered a natural desiccated thyroid extract, which means that it falls into the family of natural desiccated thyroid. And that means it, would be, it should be compared to medications like Armour Thyroid and NP Thyroid. Now, this is actually a really good thing right off the bat because it means that patients who were formerly using NDT um, but were removed from their medication because of the recalls of uh, WP Thyroid and Nature Thyroid, this means that these patients have another option. So it is good in that sense. Now, how does it compare and how does it differ? We'll talk about kind of how it differs from medications like level thyroxine, but first let's talk about how Adthyza is marketing itself. Now, it's really sort of marketing itself based off of what I've seen on the website and the research that I've done as sort of a cleaner alternative to those medications that already exist. Now, on their website, Adthyza claims to be lactose-free, gluten-free, corn-free, dye-free, and latex-free. Now, some of these are important and some of them are not as important. So for instance, Armour Thyroid and MP Thyroid, they don't contain dyes anyway, so that's not really important. But if we were comparing it to level thyroxine, then yeah, there would be a big difference because both level thyroxine and Synthroid do contain a significant amount of dyes um, and fillers and binders. So but let's actually compare the ingredient list of Adthyza to NP Thyroid and Armour Thyroid because that's really a better apples to apples comparison. And we can determine if it really is clean or as clean as it claims to be. So in terms of the active ingredients, and remember active ingredients are those things which are doing the job of the medication that you want, the active ingredients include T4 and T3. Now this is going to be uh, true of both NP, or NP thyroid, Armour thyroid, and Adthyza. They all have the same active ingredients. Where they will differ though is in their inactive ingredients. So the inactive ingredient profile in Adthyza includes six different compounds. So we have calcium stearate, we have colloidal silicon dioxide, dextrose, mannitol, microcrystalline cellulose, and sodium starch glycolate. All right, so that's six total inactive ingredients. Now let's, let's look at Armour Thyroid for comparison. So remember, Armour Thyroid has the same active ingredients, but it only has four inactive ingredients. And those include calcium stearate, dextrose, sodium starch glycolate, and opodry white. So there is some overlap there, but it does seem that right off the bat, Armour Thyroid is a little bit cleaner in terms of its total content. Now, NP Thyroid, which is probably even cleaner than Armour Thyroid, contains the same active ingredients as both um, Armour Thyroid and Adthyza, and its inactive ingredients include calcium stearate, dextrose monohydrate, maltodextrin, and mineral oil. So as you can kind of see right off the bat, it's not necessarily cleaner in the sense that um, it's maybe a little bit lower, lower allergen in terms of its potential to cause allergies, but it does have a higher, higher number of inactive ingredients and binders compared to both NP thyroid and, and uh, Armour thyroid. So that's not necessarily a win for the Adthyza. So let's talk about some of the things that I do like about this medication because it does have some redeeming qualities. And then what I'll do is I'll also talk about some of the things that I don't like. So first of all, what do I like? Well, if you look on the website, there is a recognition that about 10 to 15% of thyroid patients don't do well on T4 only thyroid medications. And what they're trying to say is basically, hey, if you're taking level thyroxine and you're not feeling well, 
Aptiza may be the solution for you. And I do actually like that because the manufacturers, um, generally speaking, when they market their medications, they're marketing to physicians. So having this sort of language out there to say, hey, what everyone else is doing may not work, that is a good thing. It's a step in the right direction. Now, yes, they're only doing this for marketing to try and sell more product. But at the end of the day, you know, that's what pharmaceutical companies do. That's why they create medications. So that is, I would say, potentially a pro, maybe a little bit of a con, depending on how you look at it. Number two, you have the ability to look up the testing results um, on the Adiza website based off the lot number. So no doubt this is uh, in response to the multiple recalls that we've seen in other NDT thyroid medications, such as Armour Thyroid, NP Thyroid, um, or not Armour, but NP Thyroid, WP Thyroid, um, and Nature Thyroid. Remember, these have had recalls in the past because of subpotency um, and superpotency. So in other words, they've either been too high of a dose or too low of a dose. Now, what you can do with Adiza is you can take the lot number and plug that number into their website and look it up to see this, these tests to determine that your dose is actually uh, that the dose is actually correct, right? In other words, the amount of thyroid hormone on the bottle is actually what's inside of it. So that is a good thing. It's a step in the right direction. This has existed for a while for supplement companies. So lots of supplement companies will do this. Um, I offer third-party verification that you guys can request if you ever want to based off lot numbers. And so this is something that's in that industry and it makes sense to be in the pharmaceutical industry as well because it just provides more transparency. Number three, I also like the fact that even though I don't think they necessarily succeeded, I like the fact that they're trying to clean up thyroid medications because this is a recognition that thyroid patients don't do well on certain um, medications that have inactive binders and fillers. So for instance, lactose, which is obviously an ingredient that many people react negatively to, can be found in multiple thyroid medications. And it makes absolutely no sense to include lactose in any formulation of medication, period, especially not medications that are meant for thyroid patients. So Synthroid, for instance, has it. And then also WP Thyroid and Arm uh, Nature Thyroid used to have it as well. They're not on the market. That's why I say used to. Um, if they come back, they probably still will. But Adiza does not contain lactose. And I do like the step in the direction where they're trying to say, hey, look, we recognize that inactive ingredients and binders can impact how well a medication works. So let's do our best to try and take care of it. Now, like I said, they didn't actually do that great of a job because um, if you compare the inactive ingredients, they have more compared to the alternatives that are available. But hey, at least they tried. And then number four, the recognition that thyroid medication must be taken appropriately for it to be effective. Now, this is something that, as I've said in the past, doesn't get a lot of attention. So pharmac pharmacists and doctors will say, hey, take your thyroid medication first thing in the morning, but that's usually about it. They'll say, take it on an empty stomach. Now, Adiza has a couple of good recommendations that I just wanna reiterate here. And again, these can be found on the website. So they recommend taking Adiza at the same time of day with eight ounces of water. Again, a really good sound recommendation. They recommend taking Adiza on an empty stomach at least 30 to 60 minutes away from eating or drinking anything other than water. Again, sound recommendation. Waiting two hours to take Adiza if you've already eaten, that's the amount of time it takes for your stomach to, to empty. So you can take Adiza really at any time of the day or any thyroid medication at any time of the day, as long as it's two hours away from the food that you eat. And then avoid taking Adiza within four hours of any supplement that contains calcium, antacids, iron, or cholesterol. Again, this is really good information because it means that they are reckon, or they're, they're actually recognizing that these compounds can interfere with thyroid medication. And usually this is way more information than thyroid patients are given. So I do give them a plus on that. And then also number five, I really like the fact that just the availability of this thyroid medication means there are more options for thyroid patients. So in a world where the options are shrinking, it's really good if we have an option. So I do think we need, need to give them a little bit of credit for that because we want to encourage the production of newer thyroid medications. I don't think this is a slam dunk or um, by any means, right? But it's a step in the right direction. So I do want to give them credit there. 
Now let's talk about some of the things I don't like. And again, there are some things here, so let's be fair about it. Uh, number one, it's not much cleaner than other alternatives are already available. I just mentioned that. They tried to, to market it as a, a cleaner, low allergen uh, thyroid medication, and I don't think they succeeded very well in that. But again, we give them some credit because they tried to do it. Number two is the price. So when you compare Adthiza or any new thyroid medication to existing thyroid medications, you have to think about the majority of thyroid patients. And the majority of thyroid patients can't afford expensive thyroid medications, right? That's just the way that it is. And especially in a world where you can get level thyroxine for under $4 a month, if you're charging 10 times that for your thyroid medication on a monthly rate, there's very few people that could benefit from it, but who will not be able to use it. Now they do have savings programs, which we'll talk about in just a second. So there is that, that benefit. But when you compare the price of Adthiza, it's roughly equivalent to that of um, Armour Thyroid. And between all these, NP Thyroid tends to be the cheapest. Now these are based off the cash prices, by the way, that I ran using GoodRx. So if you look locally, the prices may vary for you personally, depending on where you live. But on average, this is kind of where, what the prices, where the prices fall um, for these medications in my area. Then number three, limited strength. So Adiza doesn't have very many options. In fact, it only has, I believe there are five different options compared to Armour Thyroid, which has significantly more. So that does mean if you're taking a higher dose or a less common dose, you're probably gonna have to take multiple uh, tablets to get to that desired dose. Not a huge deal, but you know, when we're talking about patient compliance, we wanna make it as easy as possible to take the thyroid medication so you guys listening to this can get the results you're looking for. And then number four, I think this is really where they failed the most, and that's in marketing. So I've spent the last eight years now, believe it or not, doing pretty much nothing but reading, researching, and learning about the thyroid. And this thyroid medication almost slipped under my radar because their marketing just wasn't that good, right? I, I don't know why they wouldn't target, try to target thyroid patients, and I know a lot of thyroid patients aren't even aware that this exists. So this video alone is probably bringing more recognition to the fact that this thyroid medication is out there than their marketing budget because I didn't, I didn't actually see anything. Now, it is probably possible they're doing the direct-to-physician marketing tactic, which is let's go to the doctors. But the problem is most doctors, as you know if you're watching this, those doctors are more interested in using level thyroxine and maybe Synthroid. They're not really interested in using Adthiza. So they kind of did the wrong thing if they're trying to market this medication. But, you know, like I said, there are some pros, there are some cons. So the bottom line is whether or not you should use it and you should consider using it. Now, here are some things that I want you to think about. Number one, are you currently well-managed with whatever thyroid medication you are taking? If you are well-managed and your symptoms are under control, there's really no reason for you to think about switching to this. Number two, do you have any known or suspected allergy to an ingredient that you're currently taking in your thyroid medication? If the answer is yes, well, then look and see what Adiza offers or claims to be free of, and you can determine if switching may make sense. But if you're not having any issues, probably don't need to switch. Now, have you tried other thyroid medications in the past that have been, but have been unable to get up to 100% symptom control? If that's the case, then Adiza is a potential option for you because I have seen countless times where thyroid patients, they won't do well on one medication, but even when they switch to a different medication in the same class, they do a lot better. So in other words, let me put this into um, easier to understand language. Imagine you're taking Armour Thyroid and it's not working very well. Switching from Armour Thyroid to NP Thyroid may be all that you need to feel a lot better. So just making that small change might be what you need. So in this case, if you go from Armour to Adthiza or NP to Adthiza, maybe that's all that you need to feel a little bit better. And maybe it's that different combination of inactive ingredients that gives you the boost that you need. So aside from those, I can't really think of any good scenario to want to switch. So this is mostly just about bringing awareness to this medication and letting thyroid patients know that they have options. So that's all I have for you guys today on this topic. If you have any questions, please leave them in the comments below. And if you haven't already, make sure that you download my free thyroid PDF resources. I have tons of information all designed to help thyroid patients like you feel better. So if you like this sort of stuff, you'll love that. And otherwise, that's all I have. So I'll see you guys in the next one.